Hi, I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Wendy. We reread stuff. Okay, so when was the last time you read Project Hail Mary? Pretty much, I think, like, right when it was published, so 2021. And it feels like it was a longer time. (laughs) (laughs) Or my memory was really bad, but... And, uh, yeah, this is your first time through. Yes, I have read The Martian before. I had not read, I think the second book is called Artemis. I had not read that, and this is my first time with this one. Okay. I am super curious what your reread experience was like. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a, a very strange reread. And I, I think it was a classic situation, even though I hadn't read it that long ago, that my mind had scrubbed away like all the parts that I didn't really love and had just like pulled out like so I had happy memories of like cool alien Rocky was neat you know and so all of the sunshiny parts and none of the good goodness (laughs) so many equations and then I looked back at my Goodreads review and it was one of those where it was like i I think I'd said, yeah, I found this book really easy to put down. Mm-hmm. So I think it was an initial read that had taken me a long time because I would just, yeah, let it sit for a while. And then I would pick it up again and I would be happy. And it's kind of like what the reread was was like, except that like, I don't have a lot of patience for basically the bulk of what's going on in this book. (laughs) So the first time through, I think I would pay attention or try to like work through things before I would hand wave it away and say, I don't care. This time I know where it's going. Mm -hmm. So most of my reactions were, I don't care. I don't care. I really, really don't care. So what about you? (laughs) I thought this book was fine. You know, I didn't dislike it or anything like that. And I, I was enjoying it from the beginning. There, are, there were things that didn't make sense that made a lot more sense later. And we can go into that. So I was enjoying it from the beginning. But it was kind of easy to put down until Rocky showed up. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it got really interesting. And I really enjoyed the relationship that was between the two of them. One of my first notes, this is on my first page of notes, is this dude is alone, seriously? It really felt like a rehash of The Martian, where you've got a guy who is just on his own, and he has to science the shit out of everything. Yeah, and so I'm wondering, because I found The Martian to be charming. Right? I, I mean, I liked it, and it was yeah. something that felt new and interesting. I remember trying to read Artemis and just didn't like it, so I feel bad to be that person who's like, just give me more of the Martian. (laughs) And then I get more of the Martian kind of, and I didn't like it quite as much, but, and I think it was just, maybe it took me a little bit longer to get used to that voice in the beginning Mm -hmm. because he is alone and trying to figure things out. And I just, there was something about like the, the asides or something about the tone that every once in a while I just would roll my eyes at him a little bit. And it How just, many times did he say, science teachers know stuff? Uh, yeah, and I, I just thought, uh, it, so that it was, I was interested enough. And so the first time I was like, what's going on with him? There would be that mystery that would kind of drive it. This time I knew. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't like, I guess I didn't care about that tension because I knew where it came at out of and so there was just a lot of I'm like just settle down just settle down you'll be fine (laughs) and it's it's, yeah it was a weird experience rereading it I had a note along those lines that this is it's set up as a series of mysteries 
where is Grace? What's the matter with the sun? Who are the dead people? Why does the ship split in that way? And I think, and it continues on. I mean, there's one mystery after another the entire book. I kind of thought it was good enough. It didn't really need that. It becomes clear towards the end as you find out that he's been forced to go. It feels like that's the whole reason the book is written the way it is, is to get to that reveal. I think it would have worked a lot better for me if it was just linear. And I got to see like the relationships that he had with these people and Strat and um, is it Yao and it's the, the two that have died. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Partly because, you know, he's he can't remember, right? So he's he's kind of disconnected that way. He sees the dead bodies, assumes that he has some relationship to it. So basically, I had no feelings one way or the other, mm-hmm. right, about them. So there was no way to connect. And he didn't know who they were, so he couldn't connect. So that whole part of the mystery, it never really mattered. Maybe like later when you kind of catch up, you're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, but it's not really what I'm what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so that part just felt kind of flat. And yeah, because there were a lot of things where it would have been cooler to, I think, like follow him along those lines. I also, I guess, understand why you might chop it up because it's like just get to space. <laughs> sure. I thought the central mystery of the Petrova line and the astrophage i thought it was really cool and obviously i i mean i don't know how much the science actually works out but i feel probably you know a fair amount of it like enough that he doesn't get crap from people except there are things in here i noticed where it felt like he was directly commenting to people who might be wondering about the science one of them was the the pressurization or depressurization or something like that or like immediately grace is like oh i didn't have to depressurize because the whole ship is at this pressure so yeah, and I think that's those are the moments I think ultimately that I would go, I don't care, because I would be willing to hand wave that stuff. Uh, whereas, so I guess in some ways I might not be the, the ideal audience for this, for sure. Same. Uh, so I, I tried to give it to him, and so there's like on the one hand, he wakes up, he doesn't know where he is, of course he's going to want to figure it out. And I guess one of the ways that you would do that would be to try to do the experiments that he was doing, but I would have been fine if it was the, I sat down and calculated some stuff, and it turns out I'm in space, like just like really <laughs> crunching that down, and in the beginning, I just was kind of destroyed by that. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't, so I'm trying to think of the difference, and it, like, in The Martian, it seemed like a lot of times there was that, like, it was survival. Like, yes, tell me how you're going to, like, solve this problem and grow potatoes and, you know, all of these other kinds of pieces. And I understand it's really important, but also it's like, really, you're making pendulums and I have to read about those. And I, mm-hmm. I just, I found it to be really tedious. And this time around, it was worse because I know, I'm like, like, dude, you're in space. And I again, it's, it's not fair to the writer. It's not fair to this. But Wow. Just, so, yeah, I like flip. I'm like, okay, yeah, it gets through that. And I, you know, I tried to stick with it for a while, but I think it's those those kinds of moments where I was like, nah, I'm not, not into it. But I'm going to guess there's a certain kind of reader, right? Oh, that's going to be their jam. I mean, they should get that. It had that feel of more like classic science fiction where you've got a problem and you work backwards to come up with who can solve this problem or you have a cool idea. And in... in Weir's case, to, to give him some credit, he had cool ideas, multiple cool ideas, like not just the, the astrophage, but also Rocky and the Iridians. I thought the whole setup was neat. And I do appreciate 
alien life that is just so alien. There's just a level of difficulty to have any kind of relationship with them. And the work that it takes and the reveal that Grace picked the clear thing because he could see through it. Yeah. And it was just the one, you know, it, it was... Uh, Rocky had no idea that was a thing that an alien might think about. So there were some really neat things in there, and I really enjoyed that stuff. Yeah, and that's I think why I could like put it down in those and then it would catch me. And so yes, that part was cool. I loved the whole like let's learn how to communicate. When Rocky gets burned and mm-hmm. he completely f's everything up because he doesn't know it, <laughs> I, you know. And again, I thought that was a great sequence. I was like, "Yeah, he solved it. This makes so much sense." And later, yeah, he almost killed me. And I was, oh no! Yes. But, um, and I cared about like Rocky. I cared about him more, you know. So and their team and everything. You know, so that part worked really well. But yeah, so then I guess it made some of the others. I mean, no, no more of. of that or yeah i don't even know how to like say because like, there were some puzzles that were awesome mm-hmm. and then there were filler things like the pendulum stuff i, I mean that wasn't even the worst part it's just something right. i remember it, it wore on me over time and i i didn't have a problem with most of it some of it was you know kind of dry but you know it goes by quickly uh, towards the end i've got a note where there's like oh okay there's one more thing that we have to do I'm tired of science. That's that's not a good note to <laughs> no. get out of me. But to be fair, I did read the last 200 pages in like a day and a half mm-hmm. because it so picks up and it's so readable towards the end. And some of my favorite parts are there at the end. I, I've mentioned it already, but Strat forcing Grace to go and coming up with a plan to make him go, I thought that was incredible. Yeah. And it, it's a great reveal, but it could have been written linearly so the first half didn't, you know, have to figure out what was going on, both Grace and the reader. Yeah. One of my notes, I'm just looking down here now, where it's a quote from the book, say what you will about the Russians, they know how to keep a secret. Man, I don't know if Andy Weird knows how Russians keep secrets, <laughs> or, or I guess I should say Soviets. I mean, they just kill people to keep secrets. That's It's not like a fun little line. It hit me really differently than I think he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the risk sometimes when you have a sort of flippant, you know, kind of <laughs> narrator. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, so... I liked a lot of those parts, mm-hmm. you know, whether, what a job, right? Like, I think that he, the Weir did a really great job of making Strat like an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Is holy cow, did she have a rough job? Sure. And that kind of character, I think, could really easily be someone that you would hate or, and I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that that part was, was really pretty awesome. And I mean, and I think you have to like that to get to that moment where, you know, he says no, which I think was a nice surprise. It really Mm -hmm. was a cool reveal, and it made some sense. And it set up, I think, even more, like, when he makes that that big decision to go back and, you know, save Rocky. I was like, heck yeah. Like, that was great. I would have loved it no matter what, but then to be like, nah, see? Like, you're not not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, but that was one of the things that, I mean, it just, it struck me as odd that, and you, you, I mean, part of the problem is you don't see him with a connection with any human person for a long time. And then the connections that he makes seem fairly superficial. And 
I kind of realized, well, he has made it more of a connection with this alien than it seems he has made with any other human ever. Because he's not willing to sacrifice himself for any human, but he meets one alien and he's like, yeah, this is worth it. I will totally, you know, die to save them. Which, oh, I did not like the ending. Yeah? Yeah, it felt like a Pixar movie where, like, the guy has realized, I will make this sacrifice and, you know, it's totally worth it. And then just, oh, but we have to have a happy ending anyway. Yeah, and then it just kind of goes through really, really quickly, that sort of time jump. Oh, here I am in my little dome, and they fed me, and it's fine, and the whole me burgers thing was weak. Oh, <laughs> so weak. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. And I think, like, for the second time, like, I was surprised. <laughs> like, really? Oh, oh, yeah, you are serious there. So, yeah, and I would agree that it didn't go for probably what it it would have been a bolder choice to make it so that's no like he would have made like a hundred people angry and me happy so i understand why why he made the choice he did you know yeah and (sighs) i mean i i guess i always sympathize more with rocky than i did with (laughs) ryland i mean i don't even remember his name yeah um grace i guess is something i might remember more but yeah. I mean, I didn't dislike him, I guess, but I never really liked him. I appreciated like, the number of times that like he got undercut. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps because it's the whole, like, you know, junior high school science teacher, like, falls into, like, this amazing hole. Like, <laughs> and I granted, like, I'll give it to you. Yes, I, I think this is, this is fun. But I kind of like the fact that, like, the big paper that he made was wrong. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, I don't know much about science, but I do understand that, like, failure is built into it more than perhaps, like, in my area where, you know, if your argument fails, it's just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. But, you know, for something like this, you could learn from it. So I I liked that part of it. It's not the, like, oh, he's a super genius and he's the only, I mean, I guess he did figure out a bunch of stuff. But still, it wasn't like he was some kind of a, I don't know, like, once in a lifetime brain that was just thwarted by terrible academia and it's like no no oh yeah he figured out like one thing and then like everybody else from around the world figured out everything else which was cool i was into that yeah i loved that i thought that that was really that was really great and a lot of times the story you know it's the like no i wanted that guy to do to do more but this it felt really satisfying so i I liked that part and he was the kind of person that strat strat could get to do whatever she wanted and I think that's part of the reason she kept him around. Like, she would say, do this, and he would just do it. And there was not going to be any questioning from him in that situation. Uh, at least not that I recall. Some of the stuff with Strat's abilities and powers as the, you know, runner of this project, or whatever, whatever her title was, it kind of reminded me of the movie Armageddon, where it's just like, okay, we've got to do this, and we're going to cut down all the barriers, I mean, despite all you know, logic that those barriers would 100% be there. And it's fine. It's what the the book needed to get the story going. I get that. 
Yeah. And one of my favorite little parts, I think, was when she waltzes in and there's the people. She, I think it even like says like patent trolls and like when they had the, the lawsuits and stuff. I just found that really entertaining <laughs> to just like it's like a fantasy, right? Where yes. you can just sit there and go, I don't care about your money grubbing. We've got something else and just, you know, waltzing out. So that was a little power fantasy that I very much enjoyed. So, you know, like fan service or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, I was I was on board for it. So I'm super curious. We kind of mentioned it a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, what did you think when Rocky was revealed? Was I surprised that there was an alien? No, not at all. Because there were still like 300 pages of book to fill. It's not going to be just this one dude the whole time. It had, there had to be something else. Otherwise, I was really going to regret this choice. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, it, it does make sense. And I like the way that like the explanation for why things were happening and why this one star was different. And ultimately it all, like it all, Grace fails if Rocky isn't there. Absolutely. With, you know, magic Xenonite and the ability to engineer everything and do everything that Grace can't do. I think if he hadn't been alone, I would have been more surprised if aliens showed up. Because there's just no way one person can do all the things that would be required for a mission like this. It reminded me a little bit of data on The Next Generation. Is it sure seemed like there's an awful lot of episodes where everyone would have died if data hadn't been part of the crew. Because, you know, whatever was going on would not affect him. So, yeah, having somebody there to pick up the slack for Grace absolutely didn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I was pretty much the same. I thought... I just enjoyed, I think, the form. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I never, I had to work really hard this time because I think at some point they say that like Rocky is about the size of a Labrador Retriever, mm-hmm. which is you know, a big, big spidery kind of creature. But for, I think I always imagined him you know, like Shelob size or something. <laughs> I don't know why, not, but not horrifying, you know, just yeah. way bigger. So each time I'm like, no, 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 like he's he's smaller, he's big, but he's small. And so it's just a stupid scale thing. This time I think I also had Golden Retriever in my head so much. <laughs> so anyways, Rocky was great and I, I liked the the creativity of the the form and, and I was sort of enchanted. I think that... Does it sort of say... Oh, yeah, because it's like a lone astronaut, an impossible mission, mm-hmm. an ally he never imagined. Mm, You're like, okay. okay, yeah. I mean, so from the beginning, I'm like, okay, clearly... I mean, it has to be an alien, right? Like, it, it can't be, like, a bureaucrat. A stowaway. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, though, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> like a reporter or something, like, oh, I'm just here for this story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so I guess I was waiting for that a little bit, but you know, this time around, like, just when is Rocky showing up? So it was a it was a weird kind of you know draw through. I'm not saying I, it wasn't a miserable reread. It wasn't mm-hmm. one where I thought, oh no, why did I ever you know enjoy this? Or oh, I'm wildly disappointed because <laughs> <laughs> you know there's all of these incredible problems that I had forgotten. It was just a matter of for something that is created with these little mini mysteries if you know the answer Mm -hmm. this isn't one that i found pleasure in trying to recreate that and i don't think that the characterization was strong enough for me to when i started reading i'm like oh that's right like i'm fine with him but it's not like a character i'm like oh i want to hang out with you uh so there wasn't that kind of delight though once 
they got together the interaction of it I thought was yeah. neat so that was that was good have you reread The Martian I have not I haven't either and I that was one that I, I really enjoyed and it's one of those books that just caught me just right and I read the whole thing in like three and a half hours stayed up till yeah. two in the morning or whatever and I don't know I kind of want to reread it just because I did enjoy mm-hmm. it so much the first time and I'm sure there's well I expect there's probably things that I would pick up on a second read I don't know that knowing the ending would really be disappointing. I mean, it takes a very specific kind of writer to write a book like that where the hero dies at the end. I mean, yeah, you, you pretty much knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I think it would be more successful, I'm guessing, because a lot of it, it is that linear story, so you can follow him. And you don't necessarily know what's going to happen or like what kind of things he's going to overcome. And I guess, I mean, Watney was sort of set up like he's the... Because wasn't he like the glue guy? Like he was the, <laughs> you know, like the... Not the necessarily just the fun guy, but like something about like the heart of the team. or And I mean, Grace is not, you know, yeah. so there that some of that charm might not not be there. And I'm trying to... It's been so long, but I thought this part of the structure was, you know, Watney's up on the moon... And then you have the people on the ground. That's right. There are other people in that. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're worried about him. And so you get their drama. And they're, and I, I think that it all comes down to like caring. Whereas we don't get... And I guess I'm, I'm happy that we don't have to watch, you know, like everyone go through the terrible apocalypse. I appreciated, <laughs> you know, that part of it. Yeah, he paints a good picture. I mean, it's not going to be a pleasant time, even if the information gets to Earth in time. Yeah. So... So, yeah, so I knew what was happening there. So there was, I mean, some tension. I knew that it was an important, you know, mission, but it wasn't, wasn't quite the same thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Martian would be a better time. And I liked the movie well enough. So, oh, yeah. you know, I've revisited that. But So in my mind, it's, I don't know, it was just one of the, I'm just super surprised that it was the, oh, I had a really great time reading this book. And then I look back at my, you know, like my tiny, tiny notes and like, oh, well, okay, I guess I had a good time reading the book. <laughs> but I did specifically remember you know, all of my favorite parts. And so then this time, maybe not as successful. I'm going to guess I'm not going to read it again, but yeah. you never, you never know. It's probably not high on my list for a reread. I'll probably go back to The Martian at some point. I don't know anything about Artemis. So maybe I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah, I can't remember why I bounced out of that one. I, I, there was a particular reason that I found off-putting, but I don't, I don't remember much about it. And so I don't think it was completely like, okay, I, this guy can only write one thing. I just think there was something about it. That, well, okay, that is true. <laughs> but, you know, I guess can write and I decree that he can only write might be slightly different things. I don't yeah. know, but... Um, it's the, like, how dare you try something new? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But I guess I didn't have any, like, a, you know, huge gripes. This feels like one that if I were going to, like, re-reread it, it, would, it wouldn't be a full read. It would just be me, like, flipping through and saying, oh, hey, like, let's look at, like, the first contact kind of thing. This yeah. was, this was fun. And the, the little reveals, uh, I liked again, like the the language thing was was pretty pretty neat. The whole like experiments from both sides, the the use of the clock, and I guess I like the fact that Ryland was sort of slow. <laughs> so it's like oh good, still faster than I am. But I like that things kept getting worse. I mean, it wasn't. It, there's a lot of book here, so it wasn't like the first solution was going to be the actual final 
way that they got through this. It, and, you know, obviously science is going to be the answer for every one of them, but it did take more thought and more effort to come up with solutions to some of these things as they kept getting worse and worse, which I appreciated. Yeah. And, you know, and I liked that it wasn't because they were stupid or impatient or I liked that it, it made sense that it'd be like, oh, okay, they find the the Taumiba or whatever and not understanding, you know, exactly how they work. I, I liked that kind of company. You know, complication Mm -hmm. uh just sometimes maybe it's when you get multiple personalities you know there's always like the 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 trigger happy war guy who you know has to shoot a weapon or something and blows something up or you know those kinds of tired tropes that i don't really enjoy and i I liked that it wasn't it wasn't that and it, it i mean things kept getting worse sometimes because of actions that they took and it wasn't because they were dumb it's because they had one try to do something and there was no real test of how to do anything and they were doing things that they never planned for. Yeah. So, so that I was like fun. That. Yeah. yeah, me too. So I, I liked that and it kept good tension. And as you said, it's like, it's a long book. But, <laughs> I mean, honestly though, I agree. Like once you get to like a certain point, it just clips along and oh, yeah. it's, it's really good. So I guess it's the, if we're giving you advice, uh, maybe <laughs> clean up that front part or, <laughs> or something. But again, I'm sure that we, you know, I would be grousing about, okay, I get it. Like, we care about him now, but can we just get to space? Uh, <laughs> apparently, I uh, cannot be pleased. I'm glad that you didn't, you didn't completely no, hate it. I mean, this done. really isn't about, like, like, this is my favorite thing ever, and if you don't like sure. it, I'm going to cry. But it's also not really fun to inflict terrible things on people. But then again, it's like, a, a chosen mode in God's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you still got to pay for that one. Yeah, I really do. (sighs) Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Bobo Linder's The Only Harmless Great Thing.